saw that you uh, you saw Parasite. Yeah, on the same day, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember <laughs> going to Letterboxd. Yeah. I was like, oh, no way. Luke just saw it, too. Yeah, Yeah, we both had the the initiative at the same time. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was like fate. <laughs> we were in tune with each other, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what did you, uh, you think of Parasite? Yeah, that's a fucking good one. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. The, it's the. It was the best movie of 2019 for like five days until today. But <laughs> <laughs> it was, man. Yeah, great film. One. Of, yeah. Um. By ah, I should have had his uh oh, page uh, pulled up. Bong. But Bong. Bong Jun Ho. Bong Jun Ho. Jun Ho. Yeah. <laughs> uh the the director. Of um, Snowpiercer and the mm-hmm. host, yeah, and th- this one. Um, so I've seen. I like Snowpiercer a lot. Yeah, I, I remember watching seen... that a few years ago on Netflix. Yeah, That's S- a good one. Snowpiercer's mm-hmm. awesome, but yeah, this film. Even knowing about Snowpiercer going on, you know, it was hard to predict what Parasite would be like exactly, and mm-hmm. that it would be quite like this. Um, yeah, it's just such a unpredictable surprising gem yes and uh kind of reminded me of like shoplifters and other asian cinema in the way that they're talking a lot about classism right now yes totally Mm -hmm. uh like america's doing a lot of like racism and like (laughs) kind of economic inequality underneath like racial prejudice but Mm -hmm. there is yeah there seems to be a giant classism problem in in asia yeah, that's so Which, true. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Yeah, it's uh it's one that I had super high expectations going into just based on yeah, what you, I heard. Yeah, you had to. <laughs> but then it even exceeded those expectations after I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And so many genres all into one. Yeah, I had no um, idea it would be as funny as it yeah, as it, it was. It's I really funny and that. charming and it's got like a great like there's it's a great like family movie and mm-hmm. Uh, really heartbreaking ending as well. Yeah. Um. And the and like there's empathy for like everybody, you know, like mm-hmm. you don't you don't like hate the family of that they're live, you know, where they're squatting in. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like they're not the enemy at they're all. Likeable like con artists and yeah, yeah. And there, there's, yeah, so, there's so, so many surprises to too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much to unpack. Much like Ad Astra. <laughs> which i talked about earlier yes. it's a very complex just yeah they're incredible film yeah yeah and and even when it you know you could tell that something was about to happen and i don't know about you but i was like oh okay i bet this is gonna and it was never what i expected uh, yeah. you know, all the different surprises and turns that it took weren't really uh expected for me uh, and that made it so much better but um, yeah, and Ad Astra, that was another one that was, I think, your favorite movie of 2019 for yes. a little bit. Until, yeah, and then yeah. along came Parasite. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, what took over for so Parasite? today I saw The Lighthouse. Mm. Um, I'm so yeah. glad you saw it because I want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you should uh, you should see it. Um, I, I, won't, I won't give too much away, obviously, but... Um, yeah, it, that one is just way too good. Um, par- th- yeah, The Lighthouse is like probably one of the best movies just in the last few years in general. Wow. Like I was thinking back 
about 2018. And I was like, yeah, this movie's better than every movie in 2018. That's for sure. Damn, and, uh, wow. You know, and of course, it's our it's I think it's the best one of this year. But yeah, like the last few years, for sure. Like, you know, like uh, maybe since like moon, the moonlight year, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's such a um, it's such a just strong movie in every way. <laughs> and how it, it's you know it's got the two of the best actors today working, just doing a character dynamic between them this whole time, and it mm-hmm. just looks super cool and gritty and scary constantly. And there's so much like there's like a ton of like art house horror stuff in it. But it blend. It's like also very accessible because it's blended with this really like charming character dynamic, you mm-hmm. know, just like an isolated character dynamic with. And there's just so yeah. So it, it just works. And are uh, they like the that. pretty much the only two actors? Yeah, in it? pretty much. Wow. Yeah, if you even look at the casting, it's like they're billed with one other person. And oh yeah, and she's not even really like in it. She's more of kind of like a a symbolic thing thing more of a, an idea in the movie wow but so it's yeah it's all of them and yeah it, i just felt i just felt like i was going insane <laughs> like because the characters kind of go insane so and it's mm-hmm. so uh it's so interactive it's so real you know mm-hmm. um that yeah you just kind of go along for that feels like uh, you're there with him in a way yeah, yeah. exactly that's yeah that's awesome because uh it's obviously getting great reviews but yeah i've been dying to see that one e- ever since i remember seeing on social media somewhere just uh like first images of it and it was just a picture of robert pattinson and willem dafoe and like that black and white yeah shot of like the two of them and i was like wow okay i'm in for whatever this is no yeah, idea what you- it's about but you'd uh, it like it cool. uh you'd like it a lot <laughs> they, like Sweet. yeah it's so it's it's not even it's not a difficult watch whatsoever it's it, it's extremely engrossing sweet directed by robert eggers who also yeah, did yeah, the, the witch the witch um and so it's similar to the witch in ways but it has just two amazing actors mm-hmm. going toe to toe in it <laughs> which really brings it up another notch nice yeah, Lighthouse. Yeah. yeah new, so I'm really uh, happy I saw one. that in Parasite in the last week. Yeah, you've had a good week? I've had a great week, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, anything else uh, of note that you've uh, you've seen lately you want to talk about? Uh, I saw... Uh, I watched the Between Two Ferns movie. Uh, yes, I've seen that as well. <laughs> it's all right <laughs> i guess i guess that's the appropriate amount of enthusiasm <laughs> yes it's not yeah. like by it's not bad it's not anything special though it's yeah like, mm-hmm. you know it's a sketch comedy movie i enjoy the the youtube videos every now and then it it probably didn't need to be made a movie but it was you yeah know, there's a i laughed a lot there's funny yeah. people in it yeah it was it yeah. was a fun enough time he like says he says uh to he, he has that inter- exchange with paul rudd about <laughs> Just how he, how he hides his uh, Jewishness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one is always great. Um, mm-hmm. 
who Letterman he talks, too. He's good. Yeah, he talks to Letterman. He asked Matthew McConaughey if he smoked all the weed on True Detective or something <laughs> like that. Oh yeah, yeah. With him um, mm-hmm. And they asked if Benedict Cumberbatch is actually talented. Or if his accent just hides it or something <laughs> like his accent hides how not talented he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's shit like that to keep you like in it. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, it's such a generic uh, comedy movie. And yeah. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's taking a, a funny, you know, three minute video concept and turning it into a movie, which yeah doesn't always work well. But yeah, it was. It was enjoyable it's just, enough. Yeah, it's yeah. all like insult humor too. Yeah, but it it's like that he knows he can get this yep. high caliber of celebrities to be on it. That he's like, I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course I'll do it. Why wouldn't I do it? Because he is a high caliber celebrity in itself. So, yeah. Um, well, so nice. in the horror department and also the 2019 department, I also watched Greta. Greta, is that a 2019 movie? Uh, yes. Actually, wait. Is that it says 2018, but I was led to believe it's a 2019 movie. I could uh, sometimes letter maybe overlaps in like a way. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but either way, uh, I highly recommend Greta as well. I remember. I think I saw the trailer. I feel like I saw the trailer for that when seeing like us. Yeah, it probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I have not been engrossed in a thriller as much as Greta <laughs> in a <laughs> while. Until I saw the lighthouse today, I had I was like, "Oh, Greta's so intense." <laughs> I'm engrossed in Greta. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I really was. I was like, "Yeah, it's such a uh, engrossing thriller." Nice and scare and and very scary and just very well done overall. Cool. Greta, yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember enjoying that trailer, and then it got mixed reviews. But I don't know. I did enjoy the trailer, and and you yeah. are recommending it now, so that makes me want to see yeah. that one too. I guess the jury's still out on whether it's a 2019 film or not. But yeah. either way, see Greta, <laughs> guys. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's it for me though. That's a uh, that's solid. That's a solid uh, group. Yeah, that's that's good. It's good. It's been a couple weeks since our last episode, so we've had plenty of time to yeah watch a lot of good stuff. I'm not gonna name every movie I watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like most people, abs- that would be the amount of movies that they'd seen. That'd be absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you have to filter them out. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess uh, what I've seen lately, besides Parasite, which we already talked about, um, I've been trying to. I I started out so strong with horror and then slack so much. So I know this I past know. week I've been I've been having to pick up some slack. Um, so I guess yeah I started I continued on my Argento. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you really did it. Saw Phenomena and Tenabre, and uh, those are both great. Um, yeah, I'm I'm realizing Argento is a great filmmaker, and I'm mad that I. <laughs> I just slammed all of his like great movies into uh, one month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now they're all no like... time to process them at all. Just exactly, because now I'm over like over and over again. Yeah. Oh, remember in uh, I'm just thinking to myself like, oh, remember in uh, 
deep red when that happened. I was like, oh wait, no, that was I think that was in <laughs> Phenomena. Like I just yeah. I'm confusing the movies now. But they're uh, all one movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're a Netflix series, the Argento binge. Yeah, yeah the Argento <laughs> binge. Yeah, I, I have to say I did love Tenabre a lot. It uh, from an, from 1982, so I guess slightly newer than some of um, his other big movies. But uh, yeah, it was a great, I guess, great run, mystery, great uh, uh, horror movie. Yeah, great run for him uh, <laughs> as a director. But uh, yeah, I saw those, which are great. Um, uh, then I also this is this one. It says 2017 on Letterboxd. On Shutter, where I watched it, it says 2019, which <laughs> so I think I'm is the U.S. Re- I love how we have to like back up our 2019 watches. I know because it's technically it wasn't <laughs> available to watch in the U.S. until 2019. So <laughs> the database says it's 2017, but I'm saying it's 2019. Well, according to my records, it's, it's like uh, what I said with uh, Greta. Yeah, exactly. So I, I have one of those too, and that's um, which one's that? One cut of the dead. Oh yeah, that that's definitely a 2019 movie. I yeah, um, I know people saw it at the theaters uh, like a couple weeks ago. Okay, yeah, I think it just re- recently came out in U.S. theaters, but in 2017 it was released in yeah. Japan. But uh, yeah, that was a great one. It's uh, um, it's a zombie movie, but um, I watched another zombie movie that just came out this year, Little Monsters. That's on Hulu with Lupita Nyong'o. Which mm, was kind of yeah. I don't know I didn't it didn't really. That's the one where she has like a really intense like picture right and she's like she's being like she's all bloody or something and yeah she's, she's like jumping up. above kids or something is that the one you're talking about I think yeah yeah I've yeah. seen the poster for Little Monsters yeah it was it was okay it didn't really it didn't really feel that as fun or fresh as it thought it was maybe in my opinion right. but uh, one cut of the dead I thought was different because I. It was just in the mood to watch like a zombie movie. Um, so I watched that and then I watched One Cut of the Dead. And it was totally different. One Cut of the Dead is about um, this hack director um, who's shooting a low-budget zombie movie. And then ultimately they get caught up in an actual zombie apocalypse. And it's just sort of detailing all that sort of the disastrous um filming of this movie with all the actors and everything Mm. and it's actually it's super fun it doesn't take itself too seriously at all it honestly it almost felt like uh in a way like an episode of um like the office parks and rec or uh or even workaholics it kind of it just Mm. reminded me of like some comedy shows nowadays Mm. or even it's always sunny um just with its i guess the tone of it um, cause it was really laid back and fun and, uh, and funny too. Um, yeah. And it was just, uh, yeah, it was a unique movie and it was also, it also had a lot of heart too. So it wasn't just straightforward, mm. like yeah, sort of slasher Scoofy, zombie comedy. Sla- yeah. Slasher mm-hmm. comedy. That's cool. Yeah. You actually like cared about, um, the characters and everything too. So, um, yeah, that's another, I'll call, I'll call 2019 movie that I saw. And, <laughs> oh uh, no, you can, you can do it. You get away with it. Thanks. Here. Uh, I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. One cut of the dead. That's it's on shutter. If you have that, I think it might be in theaters some places now too. So, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna have to see that before the year's end while I'm building my list. Cause I hear it's one of the best of the year. Yeah, it was, it was really great. Um, and besides that, I guess I've, 
also have been trying to rewatch some favorites um, before the end of the month too. So I rewatched Alien, which oh, is nice. uh, one of my favorites too. So yeah, I've wanted to do that. Like I've thought about doing that in October before, just like because mm-hmm. it is a horror movie. Yeah, sci-fi horror. Um, yeah, sort of crossover. Um, yeah, that's that's a good rundown of what I saw. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to finish October strong. Yeah, we still have a couple of days, days, so time to and time to binge I mean, I everything. S- I saw the lighthouse today, and I watched two straight Francis Ford Coppola horror <laughs> movies. So yeah, that's... I'm not doing I'm not doing bad. You got like, the triple just... feature today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I got two more days. I'll probably watch Halloween Thursday, something like mm-hmm. that. Yep, tis the season. Uh, yeah, so uh, like Luke just mentioned, he watched two Coppola movies today. So we're actually talking about yeah. two Coppola movies, and it's not The Godfather. It's not Apocalypse Now. It's Dracula and It's Twixt. not even The Godfather 2. It's not even The Godfather <laughs> 2 or 3. There's no well, Al Pacino. We should probably talk about that next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about those ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're covering two Coppola horror movies. Yeah, the the horror movies of Francis Ford Coppola. So we're gonna take a quick break. We are back, and it's With time to talk about Bram Stoker's Bram Dracula. Stoker's Dracula. For some reason, I don't know. I like it better that it's called Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah. rather than Dracula. Because Bram Stoker's a cool-ass name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> who he is. He must be very affiliated with I think Dracula. he's the he's the author of... The original author the original, of Dracula. Yeah. Which I don't even know how... Because there's been so many like adaptations of the I know. character of him. I don't... Who knows how accurate exactly. any of them are to the book. <laughs> yeah, so it, admittedly... I have never seen any other Dracula movie. Ooh. So today was my first Dracula movie. And it was the Coppola. It was the Bram Stoker's Coppola one. Coppola I Dracula. Like, I thought about watching like the one from the 50s that everyone raves about, just so at least I have mm. some backstory knowledge. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't. And <laughs> <laughs> And so this one, I like, I don't, I wouldn't say I was lost, but I would say that it would, I, it probably would have been easier mm-hmm. if I had watched another one before. Yeah. I will say, so I also haven't seen that one, but I have seen Nosferatu, and, yeah. which is uh, very similar. But I, the, I guess the whole setup of everything, I, I originally saw. Bram Stoker's Dracula a couple years ago, maybe. And then last year I saw Nosferatu. And then things in Nosferatu, I was like, oh, this is kind of like Dracula. Like it's like the same right. premise and everything. The themes of the vampire genre, essentially. Yeah. And then, and it's the same thing with like, um, you know, Keanu Reeves' character going out to Transylvania to stay with this count. Uh, yeah. It's like all the same, the same premise there. So I'm like, oh, okay. Now I, I get this, like, this is a part of the whole Dracula story, I guess. It's not just... Because at first I was like, I, I had no idea, like, why is Keanu Reeves going out to to see this guy again? Like, it, it took me a second the first time I saw it, too, to really, like, understand why everything was <laughs> yeah. going on. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think this movie kind of it goes off of the fact that this is a established thing mm-hmm. to create its like a whole new take and just style on telling the story. So that I like I could tell that as I was watching. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was say I said it would just be like it would have been I probably would have gained more from watching it if I had seen the original story as it was told. But yeah, I still I still was definitely in on this. I think I got a little more lost as the movie started to kind of weave around um, yeah. in timelines and just storylines. Yeah. And then Winona Ryder's character becomes intertwined in it. That it definitely gets confusing there too. And it starts he and then the count it starts to look he looks different always. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're like and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I that's why this uh so this is the second time I've seen it and it definitely it clicked more for me this time. I can see I can see yeah. that for sure. The first time I watched it I still really liked it um just because of the yeah, the kind of the whole atmosphere of it. It it just felt like this yeah. good old spooky yeah classic yeah. Um, classic spookiness story. yeah uh-huh if i was a kid this would like terrify me like oh, i wouldn't be able yeah. to live this alone still yeah. did when he turns into a, a bat that's yeah, like yeah oh yeah yeah see that um that part confused me too because i forgot he could do that yeah <laughs> so that's just like my fault but then he could also <laughs> apparently turn into rats or yeah um yeah he like crawls uh, around at the beginning like a wolf a wolf, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The way he crawls too, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely super, super creepy. Which, um, yeah, which I really liked about it because I did. Uh, I also I did like Nosferatu when I saw that, and for its time, like I think that's a great horror movie and everything. But um, there's only so much that a guy can be scary just from standing there and looking like shocked all the time. Yeah. Like, those for yeah. Is. yeah I but, love when Keanu first enters the, uh, the count's home in this movie and mm-hmm. he's just like it, getting his whereabouts and stuff. Uh, and yeah. like, I've seen, I've seen that scene spoofed in the Simpsons. So like I was aware <laughs> of it from that mm-hmm. and I love, yeah, I just love Gary Oldman's performance. I love his voice. Yeah. I think it's really creepy and like, kind of funny at the same time because watching Keanu Reeves like being like kind of an he's kind of like an idiot yeah. <laughs> that he doesn't how he's like what's going on <laughs> it takes him like months to think that something weird's going on but yeah right yeah, yeah at the same time it's really yeah it's just really well done and um yeah I thought Dracula reminded me of uh reminded me of Star Wars like <laughs> Emperor yeah that oh that's like good call like a, yeah they're like Pal- palpatine's kind of inspired by dracula in I some can see way that. like he just talks like him and he looks like him yeah totally and the way he kind of like kind of just like hovers over people and goes like yes yeah. and stuff like that like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that makes a good that's a good point because when i was watching it i was also thinking like man i can't believe gary oldman wasn't in like lord of the rings or right right something like that or uh yeah he was in harry potter i guess but he was um he wasn't like a really creepy character or anything but uh um yeah this movie felt familiar to me in that sense and Mm -hmm. in other ways too just uh yeah in other ways too just kind of the fantasy aspect of going to transylvania felt very familiar yep it's definitely all things that anyone could uh uh, you know, anyone is at least a little bit familiar with. 
Um, and it, I think it does do a good job of, um, I love the, I love the beginning of it, the opening narration, um, yeah, going yeah, through yeah. the whole, uh-huh. like, because I also the didn't really story, know any, the night I, backstory. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know any of like the night backstory, um, to the, the Dracula story. So I thought that was super interesting too. And that was helpful just to, um, I guess sum up the, uh, the book in a way. Um, and yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, it takes a, it, it just takes a classic of, fantasy tale, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. As I was about to say that it kind of like takes advantage of the fact that everyone knows the tale mm-hmm. initially. And so it kind of, I, I don't know. It kind of takes that inspiration and, and makes it into something like cinematic. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I know, I've seen a lot of uh, flack for Keanu for this character because a lot of people say he just he just didn't cut it. He didn't <laughs> cut it. For one, his uh, his British accent was terrible. Yeah, it's true. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I even I was looking at before we started, but uh, uh, even Coppola himself was like regretting his decision to cast Damn. him in it. But he said he needed he needed a you know a young popular attractive actor to be in this role to get you know i guess young women interested in seeing the movie mm. um, and you know at the time keanu was just in what point break and bill and ted's yeah other stuff that keanu was in you know um and i, I thought he worked in the role just the fact that he 90s keanu was so dumb you know like yeah, the, I his, mind del- his delivery so clumsy that i thought it worked in this role a lot yeah, and he is, I mean, he is a guy that gets thrown into this scenario where he's meant to be just sort of, uh, you know, awkward and, and confused and um, sort of taken advantage of. Um, so I think it worked. Uh, I, I definitely, I can see the flack for his accent because it's just kind of funny listening yeah. to him talk. I guess, yeah. It make, yeah, it makes the... He's the most American dude ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes his scenes just kind of less serious when he's like oh yeah what is going on you know all that stuff but uh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah I, that's all he really says <laughs> yeah what is going on what is go- every every scene pretty much but then he eventually narrates a little bit he's like we're mm-hmm. going after the count yeah <laughs> and he's like writing his letters this may be the last letter i write um, yeah i feel like this dracula has to span multiple books or something because there's so mm-hmm. much narrative here yeah, that oh, there really is a lot. There's and like it's... a lot of acts. It feels like, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, because in a way, it's Dracula's whole like existence. Yeah, right. The the whole plot alone of him, uh, you know, seeing the resemblance of um, of uh, Winona Ryder and his mm-hmm. um, and his wife. Yeah, you know, that's that. That's that like a whole nother, is... That's like a whole another movie. Yeah, and like Keanu just showing up to the castle. That's like a whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it all. I guess it all kind of it takes one plot and goes yeah, it, from it that kinda, to another. Yeah, they kind of like bounces off each other and like creates the common message. Which at the end, which I like, it, it, like kind of re, you know, just how unlike Chancellor Palpatine. <laughs> Count Dracula is redeemed. Yes. <laughs> because he loves uh he loves people. He loves women. I love you too much <laughs> to do this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I love you. It, it reminds <laughs> me of uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> like Jason Siegel does a great Dracula the, yeah, the, impression. Yeah, the puppet. Uh, yeah. What is it called? What is this show called? Something for Dracula? God, uh, it's going to bother me. I can't think of it. Yeah, I don't remember it's like what the show's called. like Springtime for Dracula or something. Yeah. Um, Very much, yeah. But it, I, I think he's probably doing like an Oldman Dracula, yeah, totally. probably. Yeah, and Gary Oldman really is great in this. Yeah, he, yeah. It's it's a really iconic just voice and performance. Mm-hmm. And the, all the the makeup, the costumes, it's all terrifying. Um, yeah. The, all the effects. Yeah, just him. God, him, him going into a bat. That, that still that really creeps me out. Um, <laughs> watching this, watching this at night, and just seeing him turn into a bat like that, because that's like that old like '90s sort of style, I guess. Before everything was super computer generated, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like you know. Yeah, exactly. It really um, creeped me out when Keanu got like surrounded by all those women vampires and just start biting oh, him. Yes, biting his body. That really freaked me out. Yeah. That yeah, in both uh, I guess both this and Twix, which we'll talk about, have those I guess like dream like scenarios or yeah, uh, no, encounters that's, that, that they have. That's very mm-hmm. true, very dream like. Twix has a lot of them. Yes, <laughs> yes, the the whole thing almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I don't I don't know I don't have too much else to say about Dracula other than it's um I think it's definitely a uh a must watch for Halloween season. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's what you're looking for. Um, and if you notice too, maybe this is more obvious than I realized, but everything takes place in like, well, a, a majority of the events take place in like late October. You can see him writing letters and it's like October. Oh 28th, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. And I'll um, like, it's just motivates me to get more into the vampire Dracula genre. Cause I'm really not in on it, you know? Yeah. I'll even watch Twilight. I'll watch Twilight. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Twilight. Maybe I. Maybe I do need to check it out. I hear those are fun to hate watch. I can imagine. Yeah. You know, you're just like, you know, sit home by yourself with a beer and be like, "This is so dumb. This is just for tweens." <laughs> yeah. Celtic is the tweens. Yeah. I'm such an adult and so smart for these. Dumbass Twilight movies. Gonna go watch Bram Stoker's Dracula now. Man, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew the author of Twilight. Damn. Then um, I just say her <laughs> Twilight. But yeah. I'm a Bram Stoker fan. More of a Bram Stoker guy. Um, he was the original, um, the original vampire writer. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a, it, yeah, that's a good I call too. I do want to see Nosferatu. Definitely... Um, I have to check out the the fifties. The fifties one, yeah. yeah. I heard mm-hmm. that's like, like the King Kong of the King Kong trilogy, like mm-hmm. from the forties. Yeah, and there's a uh, there's a lot of this stuff. There's Van Helsing. Actually, there's a uh, uh, yeah Van Helsing, the one with um, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like an action horror. Yeah, kind of. There's all the, the Blade movies, which involve hunting vampires. Yeah, yeah, which I still have um, to get into. I've seen the first two, and actually on my on my October watch list, um, I've been meaning to watch Blade Trinity, which <laughs> is, I, I guess, notorious for being uh, a pretty shitty movie. But Yeah, where the fun. franchise just fell off horribly. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I, I think that'll be a fun watch. 
Um, oh, I, I just remembered Ra, Robert Eggers is actually doing uh, a new Nosferatu. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I think comes out yeah. soon. Um, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, it's... Oh, yeah, it's going to have... Oh, no, I'm looking at a different one. There's another Nosferatu that's in the works, I guess, too. Um, oh, I guess it doesn't have a, a no, uh, someone in the role of Count Orlock yet, but uh, it has Anya Taylor-Joy, who's in, like, every... Uh, horror movie nowadays it seems like but uh yeah i'm excited for that one now too um and on the topic of vampires i would definitely recommend uh the og um nosferatu too yeah yeah i've only seen that only lovers left alive the jarmouche (laughs) vampire movie that's like not like a horror movie it's like a jarmouche movie so I really don't know anything about vampires. Yeah, and there's there's actually another. Uh, so there's a movie on Amazon Prime. It's like in the shadow of vampire, something along those lines. I think it has John Malkovich in it. Uh, maybe that's a good vampire foe. actor. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. But I, it's about. Uh, I think it's like a fictionalized version of the filming of Nosferatu, um, where it, it kind of turns real in a way um so that's wow. that's on my list too that's probably a good double feature to watch nosferatu and watch that one so no that sounds really cool yeah i hope to catch that one before the yeah, month's end too what we do in the shadows is mm. great one <laughs> of my favorite movies yeah mm-hmm. yeah what we do in the shadows also the show um oh yeah show you, too. you've gotten into the show yeah it's on the first season's on hulu now so yeah there's a lot of uh, a lot of vampire content to be watched yeah that, i don't even think about it <laughs> yeah there's there's so much so much uh vampire shit out there um harry potter yeah. <laughs> harry potter yeah yeah this almost actually felt like a dark almost like a dark 90s harry potter too i don't know some of the some of the elements of it yeah i could see reminded that me of it mm-hmm. yeah it yeah. felt like this was very influential to 2000s popular movies yes like we said lord of the rings and uh superhero movies and now harry potter yeah. which <laughs> the star wars prequels the star wars yeah the <laughs> star wars prequels especially yeah the antagonist well sweet on top of that the other coppola movie we watched was twixt which is a much more recent coppola yeah. Um is uh, it his one most of the recent? last movies he's made. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't remember it might be what else he's made since then. Um But yeah, Luke, what did you think of uh Twix, the twenty eleven movie starring Val Kilmer? Well, that is a interesting question, John. I because <laughs> <laughs> I don't hundred percent know. Um, yeah, that's fair. I definitely, I liked a lot of it, but I was also lost during a lot of it. I agree, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm in between where I'm not sure whether I, like, it's me me and I just need to watch it again, or if, like, really just the movie did, just really had as uh, little to offer as I, like, you know, as my attention span took in, or if, Mm -hmm. like, 
you know, I just didn't connect a couple dots. Um, yeah, because it, it was a strange, it's a strange uh, movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, he just kind of, um, Val Kilmer just kind of goes in and out of uh, drunk, pill-infused hallucinations <laughs> um, mm-hmm. throughout and just uh, while he's trying to write this nov- horror novel and... So, like, from there, you can, like, kind of infer what you think will happen. But um, I found the... Um, I got really lost during those dream sequences, especially. I did as well, yeah. And that's and so, <laughs> because of that, it was hard to see how those two... Um, how they were connecting the uh, that those two things together with his, mm-hmm. eventually, his finished product which is that Mm -hmm. he writes this uh novel like i kind of got it but like there was a lot like i just kind of spaced out during yeah i guess we can read the the plot too because this is probably one say most people don't know about i hadn't heard of it until you mentioned it um but a declining writer arrives in a small town where he gets caught up in a murder mystery involving a young girl um but yeah like you mentioned there's a lot of dream sequences intertwined with reality yeah and i got i didn't i had to like look up a little bit more about it as i was watching because i i found myself um yeah it's funny you mentioned your attention span too because i was also i was also like oh my like i feel like i missed (laughs) something yeah like i I had to go back a little bit um but yeah yeah i guess for me i was definitely in the middle there was a lot of things that I didn't, I wasn't so sure about, but then there was things that I really liked about it too. Yeah. Like the dream sequences are very like mystical and cool and stuff. And mm-hmm. like the colors really cool. Oh, and yeah. you, f- you do feel lost in them, but at the same time I was very lost. I, I, I really was lost <laughs> in them. I was <laughs> yeah. like, all right, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. What, like what the hell are these guys talking about? You know? And that was the thing I, I definitely <laughs> liked about it was the was the creative way that it was, uh, I guess, portrayed. Yeah, with right. all the, the different colors and uh, the dream like sequences were really dreamlike. Watching them, yeah, very and, much so. Uh, and I, yeah, I really like. I felt like Coppola was definitely, um, you know, trying to show off his creative side a little more, just expressing that more by using these different colors and um, mm-hmm. I guess this haziness and I don't know, just creating <laughs> sort of a world within a world. Right. Um, yeah. Ella yeah. Fanning is also like, it's, it's cool how they use Ella Fanning as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Dern. Uh, yeah. The sheriff, sheriff, yeah, Bruce dude, Dern. Sheriff. Yeah. And I, I liked his character overall too. He added a non, you know, not too too serious character uh, into the mix. Um, I was really in this movie whenever like Val Kilmer was in the real world and like just trying to write, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> that just kind of like him talking to his agent and um, when he just drew, the sequence where it's like adaptation Nick Cage he's just trying to write he's drinking and drinking he just can't write like that mm-hmm. you know that stuff I was in and then I just would get lost when it, it would go into the dream sequences and he would um, 
he would talk to this guy over and I, I believe Ben Chaplin. Ben, yeah. Uh, he talked to him for so long. In yeah, there I didn't even. Didn't seen, even. Just seen various things too. It was just very strange. Yeah, I totally forgot to mention that uh, Ben Chaplin is Edgar Allan Poe, who has yes, a huge. Yes, yeah. So he's an Edgar Allan Poe. Um, Edgar Allan Poe at night. He loves Edgar yeah. Allan Poe, so mm-hmm. he's just like he's talking to him in his in his drugged out state to find to find the way to finish his story. Yeah, and as they're doing this, they see a bunch of like fucked up horrific things in this world, which kind of um, according to the film, uh, spawn the idea for how he's going to end his novel. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And it kind of revolves around that like juxtaposed with the business side of him like getting this published with his agent and um you know there's also a whole thing with his wife uh get it you know getting more money for his wife you know so that she can survive and stuff and he clearly has like personal issues in the real world yes um, it's definitely specified there mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's definitely a a lot about the creative process in a way too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, that was definitely much easier to follow. And I guess more of a, an interesting story to me because I really, at the end, you know, when I think about it now, I'm not really sure all what happened, uh, you know, with, um, with all these sequ- dream sequences that are going on. And yeah, I guess I guess how they all connect. I, I mean, I guess I can see it, but I, I guess I'm not. I feel like it's also kind of a stretch how everything was sort of meant yeah. to blend together. Ex- yeah, ex- exactly. And it's it's tough because it's it's horror too. So it's mm-hmm. doing all these random horror things throughout, and you're thinking that there should be metaphorical things that you're getting here, but I don't know. I've seen like like 12 Francis Ford Coppola movies now mm-hmm. and in like 8 of them I pretty much am like engrossed in like with everything that's going on and like I, I I get this you know like <laughs> I understand this you know so like I think it's I'm totally like fine with the fact that I really didn't get this yeah, you know, I think it's definitely one worthy of a, a rewatch. Yeah, and, and, and if it's and maybe, maybe it's just not for me either. I mm-hmm. think it, that could just be it. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because like one of the reasons why I wanted us to watch this <laughs> was because <laughs> like I heard a lot of people like really, really re- like hold this movie like in high 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 standards. Like it's really mm-hmm. highly regarded by like some some people I know. And so I was like, Oh wow, I should check it out. I mean, I, yeah, it's Francis Ford Coppola. I love everything he does. So it's, how can he make a bad movie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was. And it's, yeah, it was one of the weirdest ones I've watched for sure. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola. I would never guess it's a Francis Ford Coppola. Not, yeah, not in a million years. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) I've seen, and, and he does, he is a man that does just, you know, a variety of settings and genres and stuff. So like the fact that I was surprised by that, like this late in his career is pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. And you can, there is definitely, uh, 
I guess similar looks to Dracula and uh, Twixt that I saw. So I guess you know if I saw Dracula and then was told that it was the same director, uh, that Twixt was the same director as Dracula, I'd be like, oh okay. But then if you tell me that Twixt was directed by the same guy as you know The Godfather, <laughs> The Conversation, and right, Apocalypse Now, that would be like baffling. But yeah, um, it's also yeah. interesting to see that Dracula is like it's clearly like a seasoned story that's being remade and that it's mm-hmm. very obvious that on the other hand twixt is an original script yes yeah <laughs> by someone written that year and that time like mm. with very new ideas you yeah. know and dracula's is more just at the core of like just story in general mm-hmm. especially horror horror stories yeah i definitely i definitely like that coppola and his you know the later years of his career will just do something like this, you know, something that he just feels like he wants to do um, yeah. rather than, you know, cashing it in on something like ready player one. Uh, <laughs> I'm throwing yeah, any I shade, mean... but, <laughs> but yeah, that he'll just, you know, but I just is... really hated ready player one. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's done. He's done the Godfather. He's done apocalypse. Now he's done all this. So now it like, you know, he can explore something that maybe he's just on a whim decided that he wants to make a movie about. So I, I think it's cool that he's, um, you know, that he's doing something like that later, later. Yeah. He's more of a, he's more of a, he's more of an artist. He's not rather than like a movie machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's to like, just, he needs to a get marketing. himself out there <laughs> Yeah, to, you know, he has to really want to do it. Yeah. Right. Like I, I heard mainly. Yeah. Now he just, I mean, he lives on his vineyard mainly. Oh, like that's yeah. What he, Post-2000s Coppola, mainly he just sold wine <laughs> and <laughs> um, occasionally made a movie, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be and the life. Yeah. It's literally like every few years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's still uh, still worthy of a watch and a, probably a rewatch too. Yeah. Um, same with same with Dracula. That's a... Uh, it's got to be a standard on your Halloween list for next year if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of good horror mannerisms in Dracula. Yep, <laughs> very iconic horror ma- horror acting. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that concludes our our horror series for this yep. 2019 October. Yeah, we did um, three. Pretty, we did three. Yeah, pretty solid. So two movie two movies of. That ain't easy. That's two movies, uh, an episode, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should applaud us. Yeah, and then go watch those movies. <laughs> yeah, we didn't yeah. do any, we didn't do a single horror episode last year, so. Yeah, so. We're killing it. Yeah, don't take these for granted. You heard it, you heard it here first. Heard it here first, and we'll be back in November with. Something. Um, something different than horror, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, stick around for November, and we'll see, uh, we'll see what we Yeah. 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 Yeah.